Oh yeah, we're gonna talk some local SEO today. You know when you Google something and you, you know, you're kind of going through the list there and you see, okay, maybe there's some AI results, maybe there's some organic listings. Like I'm trying to find, you know, the most like important thing to me, right? So whether it's the maps page, whether it's an actual guide or some type of blog post I'm looking for, um, I tend to actually gravitate towards the maps pages for some reason. So do this experiment with me right now. Do a Google search on whatever it is you're looking for. You know, digital marketing agencies, ad agencies, plumbers, HVAC technicians, um, you know, whatever it is, Google it. And then it'll show those three listings on Google Maps, right? It'll show you that's called the Google Local 3-pack. Now, what I'm finding with clients, it's easier to rank on those Local 3-pack versus trying to rank for other things uh, for organic SEO. So what I mean by other things are, you know, if you continue to scroll down past like the um, sponsored ads and the Google ads that you see in the listings, you know, everything that you see on page one besides the local search and three pack are, you know, you're competing with like millions and millions of, you know, websites and guides and pages, you know, et cetera, versus you're now competing on Google Maps local for those business listings to show up in your local area. So think about it from like a scaling perspective. Would you rather try to compete with, let's say the billions of websites that are on online to show the to show results, or would you rather compete with, let's say, a hundred thousand businesses um, that are trying to rank for similar keywords? I hope your answer is to want to rank for the lower volume, right? The lower competition, which makes more sense to me, and it's it's um, much faster compared to you know trying to do the super long game of the other type of SEO, which is you know trying to rank for different guides and content. So here's what I would suggest to you guys. I'm gonna go over a list of you know, all the things that you need to do for your Google Maps business profile to show up, well, first of all, to show up on Google Maps, number one, and number two, to really drive more traffic that's free for you to get more traffic to your website, to get more phone calls, to get more appointments booked, whatever your call to action is, to get those people's eyeballs on your business. Okay, so that's what we're gonna get into. Stay tuned, let's rock and roll. What is up, you guys? Local SEO, let's start right now. So I'm gonna talk about all of the things that you need to do to start with at a foundation for your Google, to get listed on your Google Local 3-pack um, listing, okay? So again, just to reiterate, when you do a Google search for some keyword in your area, the idea is for you to wanna make sure that you're ranking in that 3-pack. The 3-pack is basically the map listings that show up um, on Google Maps, and allow you to, you know, basically position yourself as a local expert. The benefit of it is obviously you're competing with less businesses and less companies. And so let's jump right into it with step number one. Number one, what you wanna make sure is that you actually have either claimed your business profile, your Google business listing, um, you know, and it's a very simple process, okay? And I'll just quickly give you the high level. You basically go to Google business profile you look for it if it already exists. If your profile already exists on Google Maps, then the simplest thing to do is to basically just tell them like, hey, I, this is, I'm the owner of this business, I claim this listing, this is mine. And in which case they're gonna, you know, you have to fill out some information, your, you know, your address, et cetera, for them to actually send you the listing confirmation in the mail. So they're, they're gonna send you a piece of mail 
to your mailing address with a code and that code will activate it on on the website okay or on google's listings and so the process is actually the same thing if you're going to create a new one you just go to the google business profile listing page you tell it you tell it information about your business you add some you know logos some photos in the beginning i wouldn't worry about too much on the photos and the logos and everything the main concern is to make sure that you that your address your name and your phone number are accurate and so the reason for that is you need to make sure that that name address and phone number are going to be accurate and they're going to be able to be reused on other related directories because google maps is basically a directory and it just happens to be you know the highest search uh, search engine in the united states with over 90 percent of traffic 90 percent of traffic going to google so what you want to do is make sure that the name the address and the phone number are accurate and and simple enough that ideally would include you know some of the keywords that you're searching for but or that you want to rank for but we'll worry about the keywords later the point is to just get that profile created step number one or claim the existing profile okay then step number two is you know first of all you want to make sure that you have a website if you don't have a website get one created or hire an agency to create it for you or hire a freelancer to create it for you um, once you have that website created then you can tie and once you've you know received the the notification in the mail for you to actually get approved on your Google business profile you get a piece of code from them to to basically activate it once your page is activated on Google Maps then you can add your website then you can add you know your photos then you can add a logo then you can add like interior photos exterior photos other people can send you know can share photos as well of your business if you're kind of a brick and mortar store for example so it's like a it's like an opportunity for people to share their experiences their reviews their photos all that stuff and the ideal world is that a business really doesn't have to create that much content on themselves right and they're using user generated content to help support and drive the business um, i think all businesses need to create their own content but you can also leverage user-generated content or from other people that have actually gone to the business because that's the best form of social proof is getting someone else to kind of endorse whatever products or services that you sell so having said that once your business profile is activated then you want to start building more content into that profile and um, as the owner of that business profile you can basically do anything you want you can add a logo you can add photos into your extra like I mentioned um, and you also want to make sure that the I'm going to repeat this again But you want to make sure that your name address and phone number are accurate so that you can reuse those on other directories as well Because Google sees if Google sees um, patterns and consistency across their website and other websites Then it's going to be even more stronger for your SEO purposes Step number three is so after you've updated all the information on the page step number three and I would actually argue this is one of the most important things is to make sure that you're asking your customers for reviews okay you have the ability if you're using the app the google business app um, or actually directly in google maps now you do that go into google maps you type in your you know your business name you can pull it up on your phone and the idea is that you can create a link that is very easily accessible and shareable to your customers so number one you want to make sure or sorry number three you want to make sure that your reviews are accurate um, and in other words you need to make sure you have any reviews at all right if you have zero reviews then ask as many people as you can 
whether it's through texting them or calling them or emailing them, probably easier to text or email because then they can quickly click on the link. Once they've provided a review for you, then you want to make sure you reply to those reviews. And I'm talking about like not just replying to the reviews by saying, thank you, you're awesome, but actually replying to your reviews to making making sure that you include the keywords that you want to rank for, as well as the service that you provided to the person. You know, so for example, for me, I would say, you know, thank you for trusting us with your digital marketing, your SEO and your PPC services, um, you know, with Red Rat Media or with Software Marketing Pros, whatever brand I'm using. And so the benefit of doing that is now not only your brand name is in the reply of the review, but also the services that people might be searching for as well is in the review. And if you notice, if you type in, for example, like best burgers in Austin or best burgers in, or best pizza in New York, oftentimes people will actually type that those keywords into the reviews and, it, and Google uses the, that information from other people to rank you or to show you in the listings. So in other words, if, going back to the example, if you say, if you type in best pizza in New York and somebody has actually provided a review that said, this is the best pizza in New York, then that particular listing is going to most likely be higher up on that list because it's more relevant and it's been social proved by somebody else in the reviews. So when you are asking for reviews, make sure that you do ask those people to include some keywords for you so that they can put them in there and they're more relevant to whatever it is that you're trying to rank for. And just to reiterate, you know, number three is to make sure you're getting more reviews, but then also replying in a, in a lengthy way with the service and with your name for those reviews as well. Because when somebody goes and, you know, looks at the reviews and they see that you're actually putting thought into you know, the reviews that you're responding to, then that tells them that you're actually serious about what you do and that you, you know, love what you do and that you're professional. So there you have it, guys. Um, you know, those are the main the main things I, that you want to think about with SEO for local search and local three-pack. The other last kind of bonus tip that I want to leave you with is because now your business profile is tied to, let's say, your website, you want to make sure that your on-page SEO is also very strong. So what I mean by that is this. For the keywords that you've already researched that you want to be ranked for, make sure that those keywords are on your website at a minimum on the homepage and at a minimum in your H1 tag of your homepage title. Um, so just to, this is going to get a little bit technical for a second here, but bear with me. So going to your website, there are, let's say, three different tags that you want to check for. The first tag is the title tag. Okay, that's the page title. That's what shows up to Google when you do a Google search. And you want to make sure that those those keywords, ideally long, long tail keywords, um, that people are searching for because you're going to remember you're competing with a lot of other people. So you want to make sure they're long tail and they're high volume, but low competition. Um, that you're, that you have those keywords inside of your page title. Okay. So for example, for mine, mine is digital marketing agency in Austin, Texas. So I want, you want to make sure that you have something that you want to rank for in the page title. Okay. Now there's also a tag called the meta description tag that's also considered on-page SEO, where the on-page, or excuse me, the description tag is really meant for you to kind of like have sales copy in there. So sales copywriting in there. 
Um, usually no more than like two or three sentences. I think it's like a 150 to 160 character ideal limit so that it's not too long, not too short. There's no real, I think there's no real limit maybe, I don't know, maybe 300 characters or something, but I try to keep it somewhat short and include, again, my brand, I include the services that I provide, and then a call to action to, to actually give people an offer to visit us, right? Like, if you're just saying like, here's who we are, here's what we do, that's kind of boring, and there's no real ask to the customer to actually go to your website and to your page. Now, this is a little bit different than, you know, the local three-pack that we just talked about because Google isn't actually displaying your your um, your meta description in the Google Three Pack. It is displaying, well, it, it may display your your uh, page title, but you want to make sure that the page title keyword for the brand is included in the page t- or in the website of you know, of your website. So you want to make sure that the sorry, let me take a step back. You want to make sure that your website page title contains the keyword that is relevant to your brand on the local Three Pack listing. So you want to make sure those align. And then um, last but not least, it's also important to, you know, going back to your page website homepage, you want to make sure that your homepage has an H1 or header tag, one header tag that contains the keywords that are related to the ones that you want to rank for. Okay. So, you know, let's just say you're a plumber in you know, New York, you want to make sure plumber in New York or something related to that is in the H1 so that Google knows like, okay, this is a priority tag, HTML tag. And we want to make sure that we display that to the customer or provide some, you know, more context to the customer. And so just having those tags at a minimum for on-page SEO for your homepage is absolutely critical. Um, And it's going to help support your local three pack growth as well. There are different signals that Google is looking for. Now, while everyone really doesn't know exactly what all the signals are, because it's pretty much impossible to know every single ranking factor, every single signal that Google is looking for, um, it's important that you're like covering the basics. And so these are what I've been talking about this episode is just covering the basics um, and really focusing on the strategic point of view of SEO, which is local. SEO because you have a smaller pool to compete with and you have a lot of control over what you can do on your listing because you own that listing. So between, you know, making sure that you had the listing, making sure you're getting reviews, make sure you're updating the profile accordingly and making sure that you have some on-page SEO built into your website as well, that at a minimum is going to help you continue to grow. Now there's more to it than just that. There's additional on-page SEO There's additional off-page SEO, like uh, backlinks, things like that. There's technical SEO, like sitemaps, making sure that your your website's actually ranked, or excuse me, actually uh, submitted to Google to be ranked. Um, So yeah, there's a lot more to come on that, but the important thing is to, first of all, stay tuned to the next episode. And if you guys are interested in talking a little bit more about how my business can help you guys, you know, at Red Rat Media, then just go to the website at redratmedia.com, submit the form. We just have a quick little uh, kind of quiz style form that you fill out and then that will point you to a, an appointment if you qualify. Um, I will say this, the caveat is if you qualify, you know, we do have clients that make less than 15,000 a month, you know, or less than 250K a year. For those clients, I'm glad to still help you by providing resources to you, but 
unfortunately, because of, you know, your budget constraints, typically, you know, you're not going to be able to afford our services. And so I would recommend for anybody that is not quite at the $250,000 mark that to, um, you know, continue to listen to my resources, to, you know, work with somebody that, you know, is willing to essentially pay less for their service on this. I'm glad to provide, you know, checklists and um, supporting resources if you want to kind of like DIY your own SEO, um, you know, or you can just, you know, pay us for the service anyway. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. Check us out at redratmedia.com. By the way, if you guys love artificial intelligence, go check out our um, AI tool called RatGPT. It's on our website at redratmedia.com tools. And that's also where we have one of our SEO tools as well that will help you identify, you know, where your, you know, where your issues are, right? Is it on-page SEO? Is it links? Is it off-page SEO, et cetera? We don't have the, the ranking system for local SEO on there yet um, on that tool, but that'll help you with you know, like your on-page and off-page and technical SEO. So having said that, guys, thank you so much for joining in. This was a little bit more tactical than I wanted to get, but I hope it was valuable to you guys, um, you know, let me know if this is helpful or not. Take care.